spooky people. I'm, Hi. I'm Liz. And I'm Meg. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I feel like I say woohoo every single time. <laughs> That's just like my woo-hoo. thing. Woohoo. You're a woohoo girl. Woohoo. Yay, spooky. <laughs> Diet horror. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So to start out this week's episode, we got to tell you what you what we drinking. What kind of brew we be drinking, we be drinking we be today. Drinking. It is not a Sunday morning this time. Or Saturday mm-hmm. morning, it is evening. We are allowed to be partaking. I mean, in to be fair, beverages. we did drink last time too, and it was twelve thirty on a Saturday. But that's correct. But I feel like this episode's just going to like you can always tell when an episode is recorded in the morning versus at night because our brains are a little gooey, mm-hmm. and the bevies are bevying. Yeah, I think that adds to the spice of the podcast, though. I know? agree. I agree. I yeah. think we're all a little gooey-brained, just living our best lives. And who doesn't like to best, listen to gooey our best goo. people? Yeah. <laughs> um. Our best goo. Our best goo. From you know, our mouths to you your ears. That's, that's all you, all you can, can goo. goo. <laughs> all right. Cool. The name of this episode is going to be, that's all you can goo. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Incredible. Another merch shirt merch. we can create. Perfect. There we go. Um, yeah, so tonight, mm. my witch's brew is um, tried and true. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's a little switched up this time. <gasps> okay. But same combination. Mm. Okay, so we got vodka, classic. Yep. Um, and then fresca, which I don't know oh. if anybody's ever had fresca. I feel like it's kind of slept school. on yeah. in the soda community. But I remember drinking it when I was younger and yes. thinking, like, this slaps. Yeah. Um, it still slaps. But be slapping. One thing I did not realize is it's marketed as grapefruit citrus, sparkling soda water. I did not realize this was grapefruit flavor because I don't usually like grapefruit. Oh, but see, that's my go-to. I love a grapefruit. See, it's not my thing. So I'm drinking that with a little vodka mixed in, and it's very good. Your poor ices in the fridge are like, what did we do wrong? They'll be okay. They'll they'll make a reappearance <laughs> next week, I'm sure. <laughs> Or in future episodes. Probably. <laughs> that sounds good, Whether though. there's vodka in it. them or not. I haven't had yeah. fresco in a very long time. Mm, I don't have to try. It was buy two, get one free, and I needed something else to get at the grocery store. So. Girl math. Girl math. Uh-huh. It's the law. You have I would have been it. losing money if Correct. I didn't get it. Absolutely. Especially so. when you when it's free. It's, like, actually free. Losing money. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. So. Um. Well, I am a fancy bitch this week because oh. I have a punch. I have a mixed bevy today. I have apple cider. A fancy one. Mm, mm-hmm. It's leftover, so it's not <laughs> super fancy. It's leftover from a party, but it's okay because it's apple cider with Prosecco and vodka and ginger beer, so it's good. It's not quite as sparkling as it was, but it still is that fall mm. perfection. Yeah. Did you say it has ginger beer in it? It does, yes. That's like basically a apple cider mule. I've yeah. heard that, and I'm like, I really want to make that. So. Like an apple cider mule, a um, spritz, an apple cider spritz. Yeah, it's good. Next time I come over, mm-hmm. you should make that for me. We could do it. Next time we record okay. together in person and not 
Yeah. Remote over the phone or over the computer. So because we are recording remote, that means once again, I am so sorry, friends. There will probably be cats screaming in the background because Megan can control her beasts and I cannot. So when we record in person, it's so beautiful and quiet and silent. And then when we record separately, you hear some screaming in the background and I'm sorry. But it adds to the ambiance, a little scream here and there. If we've learned anything about cryptids is that they be screaming a lot. They be screaming. They be screaming. Mm Mm-hmm. So. so this just adds to the ambiance of the show. Exactly. Maybe it's a cryptid in your house. We don't know. <gasps> Could be. Mm-hmm. Liz is cryptid. That sounds like the goo monster some, like, erotica book of like my boyfriend is Bigfoot <laughs> or something. <laughs> but he just screams. He doesn't talk. Yeah. He just screams. It's the goo monster. The goo monster. Mm. Yeah. That's us. All right. So without further ado, should we go ahead and... Oh, wait, no. I have to. We have to say where we are. Where are we this week? I was about to say, you're missing something vital. Yeah. We can't jump we in without in saying where we are. Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> Good old Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. I have spent the many, best, many, many, best. many, many days in Arkansas growing up. That's where a lot of my family mm. lives. So this was it's like, ugh, it's like going home. But not really because, you know. It's not my home. But fun fact, while I was researching cryptids, I found out that there is a monster in the lake where my grandparents live. So somehow... I hope you're covering that one today. After 28 years of going to this lake and swimming in this lake, never knew that there was a water panther. Um, Oh, mm -hmm. a water panther. Pretty cool. But I'm not doing that one. So... Oh. If you want to do some extra little googling into the water panther, I think that's one that I might do for another state. Um, yeah. Because water panthers are not just an Arkansas thing. Oh. Then maybe we'll dive into it later. But fun fact, yeah, water panther. Very cool. I've spent approximately zero days in <laughs> Arkansas. And maybe I don't want to be there after what I found out this week. Oh, no. So it's going to be a doozy. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. So I'm just going to get into it. Let's do it. Let's dive right in. All right. So the cult that I am covering this week is called the Alamo Christian Foundation. Ooh. Let me make sure I got that right because, of course, I didn't actually write it in my article. Yes, I did. <laughs> it's just Alamo the cult. Christian Foundation. Alamo. I know the Isn't name of the Alamo, leader. Texas? Yes, but this has nothing to do with Texas, really. Okay. You'll see. So this week, I am covering a cult from the great state of Arkansas, and the name of that cult is the Alamo Christian Foundation. Alamo Christian Foundation. The Alamo. The Alamo. In, no, it's not in Texas. We are in Arkansas. I like how last week's cult and this week's cult are both, you're like, wait, they're in that state? Like, yeah. not the state that you would think of when you heard the name of that cult. The cult leaders be joshing us. They do be joshing. <laughs> they're trying to get us. That's how they're, I mean, they throw us off. Keep, keep the intrigue alive. They're so mysterious. They were like, Megan and Liz are creating a podcast, so we mm. have to josh them and kind of mess up their podcast. So let's name the cult something that throws them off. Exactly. They're trying to keep it off of our podcast. Though. They're trying not to be exposed, but we're out here exposing you. You fools. We're too smart for mm-hmm. you. All right, so, so tell me about this cult. Come at me. So, but don't come at us, this, please. Please. Well, I don't think this can. We'll get there. I don't <gasps> okay. think they can come for us. Great. Um, 
So this one was founded in 1969. 69. That nice. Was mid-century modern era, right? Mm. Like some beautiful groovy furniture. 60s kind of. Yeah. Yep. Um, my favorite style of furniture. Mm. And it was created by a Protestant evangelist named Tony Alamo. And Tony Alamo, uh, his that wife, is a name right there. No. Tony Alamo. It sounds fake, right? It does. Because it is. Um, <gasps> yep. Because it is. Because it is. And his wife, Susan Alamo. Mm. Yeah. Tony and so. Susan. Yeah, and that was just one of his wives. <gasps> so More polygamy. Yeah. Yay. Unfortunately. Polygamy strikes I mean, again. It seems to be a reoccurring feature of cults, mm-hmm. unfortunately. What, like we said last week, where's all the cults with multiple husbands? Right. Or just multiple partners in general, whoever you want to be. They're, yeah, mm-hmm. probably mm, more free love cults. But yeah, yeah, I'm curious if there are any cults. Oh my goodness, the purr. The purr. The purr is ferocious. If there <laughs> is are that any, the goo monster? It's the goo monster. He screams <laughs> and he purrs and he bites. Um, so scary. He's a scary boy. But yeah, I'm curious to hear if there are any... I want you to find one that's the women get multiple husbands. I've never heard of that before, and that would be so cute. You know, interesting. I will do my best, but I can't promise it. Mm, that's all I ask. Okay, tell me about them. Let's get back on so, track. So Tony Alamo was actually born Bernie Lazar Hoffman. I think it's Lazar. You can't be Lazar. a cult, me- cult leader with a name like Bernie Hoffman. Bernie Laser. <laughs> Bernie Laser, get over here, Bernie. I mean, he was born in Arkansas, so they probably did talk like that. Yeah, they did. Um, and he moved to Hollywood in the 1960s to become a pop singer. A pop singer turned cult yeah. leader? <gasps> yeah. Oh, this is incredible. The Why has Hulu tried not made to be a pop singer? I'm surprised there's no tried. Hulu movies about this, like a Hulu I think there are a couple movies about this person. I don't know about Hulu specifically, but I do think there's a few, um, you know, recordings and stuff. Podcast movie night. Great. Yeah. Uh, Not that we need to fill our time with any more cults because we do a a lot in this vein. um, (laughs) So he did go to Hollywood to become a pop singer because, you know, he was trying to be an influencer. Yeah. He was the Um, OG influencer in the 60s. Yeah. I, I couldn't really find too much about him actually singing or being a part of any band or anything like that. But he did at some point own various record labels, which who knows if they were actually even successful. But one was called Little Mark, like Mark the Name, and Alamo Records, and then Talamo Records. So oh, we have interesting. Which came first, Alamo or Talamo? Who knows? But we see that name pop up for mm-hmm. the first time he did right not there, he so. remembered the alamo he did not forget Mm-mm. he created a whole cult about it Never even forget. though he's from arkansas yep but he remembers yeah. actually wait i think he's not from arkansas but his wife is <laughs> but we'll get there <laughs> i don't honestly don't remember where he's exactly and, from, you know born. but that's not important there. no that's not important okay um Susan Alamo, his wife, was born Edith Opal Horn, which that is equally wait a horrible Opal name. Horn or Opal Horn. <laughs> Edith. Yep. Opal. Yep. Horn. Three names. Okay, so she's Edith mm-hmm. Horn. 
Horrible like, name. Horrible. Yeah, I just don't understand, like, the first name. Like, change the last names to Alamo, sure. But, like, curious that you were like, no, my first name also does not inspire wife of a cult leader vibes. I mean, they have to... They committed to the bit. Yeah. You know, they're really going to go for it. They're like, if we're going to do it, we're going to go out with a bang. So let's change your names. Mm-hmm. Um, let's but she it. was born. <laughs> she was born in Arkansas. And she also went to Hollywood, but she wanted to become an actress. So, <gasps> so maybe that's her stage name. Yeah, I think it might be part of that is, you know, they wanted to be uh, more Hollywood-ish, right. you know. Right. So um, she actually converted from Judaism to Christianity. And before she met Tony, she was an itinerant evangelist, which I wasn't really familiar with that term so no. I, I had to look it up but according to wikipedia an itinerant evangelist is basically a christian evangelist who preaches the basic christian redemption message while traveling around to different groups of people within a relatively short period of time so just going around and traveling and preaching their word sharing yeah. sharing their uh, how they got how they were saved is that correct terminology i don't know Catholic. Yeah, sure. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, so, interestingly enough, before she ever got connected to a cult, she was at one point actually supporting herself partially by scamming churches into <gasps> believing that she was a missionary in need of money. So, if that wasn't a red flag, I don't know what is. Like, when people wow. found that out, are they not, like, immediately, like, uh, did people find lady? out? Did her cult know I feel that like she I, was a well, scammer? Eventually, because it's on the internet. So oh, eventually okay. people did find out. So, Interesting. Um, Scamming yeah. in Red the flag name number one. Red flag number one of a million. Mm. Yeah. Which is like really horrible that you would go around to other churches that actually need that money and pretend that you're a missionary who needs money. Right. Like, but like we support women's wrongs here sometimes. I don't think I support hers necessarily, but get that money, honey. No. Susan sucks. Oh. Um, or Edith Opal Horn. She's not a girl boss? No. She out here hustling? So. Hustling and scamming? No. Oh, man. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting yeah. for you. Yeah. So in 1966 susan and tony had divorced their spouses that they were married to previously mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they got married in las vegas, vegas. And after, yeah after they got married that's when they both changed their names like officially to tony and susan alamo again not really sure exactly why honestly they probably just liked the names and thought it was more like cool sounding Can you imagine i mean being it like, is I better sounding my than name. bernie hoffman yeah but like Okay, this is no offense to Susan's, but if you're like, man, I'm in Vegas, I'm just, I'm getting married, YOLO, I'm going to change my name, Susan. What? You're it not going to change your name to, like, Roxy? It was 1966. I feel like so, they changed I mean, their name to sound more like all-American Christian names. Like, Edith is very much yeah. not a, like, Southern Christian name. There you go. So I didn't I think about like that, doing it but very vibe. true. But also, boo, if you're going to change your name, pick something crazy. You're in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Susan. Judge, red flag number two, honestly. Number two. Yes, correct. Change your name to something better. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Be creative. Um, but, yeah, so they got married in Las Vegas, and I just thought that would be, like, 
thinking about getting married in Las Vegas in like the 1960s, I do feel like that would be a total vibe. I agree. Yeah. Maybe. Because wasn't that like the heyday of Las Vegas, like where everything was Maybe instead of an Elvis impersonator, you had Elvis. I don't know. Real Elvis. Yeah. Real Elvis. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah. 10 out of 10 would get married in Vegas in the 60s. That would have been really cool. Getting married there now? Mm, Not sure. I mean, you do you. Yeah. But not my personal vibe. vibe. Different vibe. Mm-hmm. Actually, I've never been to Las Vegas. I know we're I just out here. Like I wouldn't really like it. No, it's too loud. I just don't think I'm it's a, my thing. I'm a quiet. I'm a quiet lady. Yeah. ASMR. I'm a quiet lady. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. So the early years. Again, we're starting in 1969, specifically in Hollywood, California. Yep. Very quickly, this church got off to a bad start. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> which good for other people like people that could have been looped in right but not good for tony and susan because they were very quickly criticized for how they were um evangelizing people mm-hmm. um where basically they their way of doing that was to get young members of their congregation walking on the streets of hollywood you know talking to random people inviting them to convert to christianity That's my nightmare do not talk to me oh, on the street. Yeah. Yeah, Inviting me, me back to your house? Hell no. Well, yeah, that's what they would do is they would say, hey, you should come with us. We have this location like an hour away. That's how you get murdered. We're going to do a service and we're going to serve you a meal. And it's like. So it seemed like they were preying on the homeless population or very poor population. Or people who, you know, are, again, looking for connectivity with others or they are religious but maybe they haven't found a church that they like believe in yeah you know the starving or artist population in hollywood maybe you know? but overall Who knows? four out of but i feel like 50 stars nowadays this would have not passed like well see, i think most I don't of us know, know we shouldn't get into a car with a rando and drive an hour away for a meal I mean, yes, technically we know that. But I also, like, how much different is that than people coming and knocking on your doors to talk to you about stuff? You know? Yeah, they do that and I ignore them. Correct. Yes, same. But, like, I feel like it's the same energy, same vibe. We haven't really learned that much. Maybe people just don't go with them as often. And I also have not been asked to get in someone's car when they're trying to teach me about the good book at my doorstep. But I would say no. It's going to be a no from me, dog. Yeah. So um, a lot of times after they would, you know, people would be taken to their other location and have a meal and see like the service and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. A lot of them chose to stay and either become like Bible students or lay ministers. So they were sticking around. Okay. They found something. They said this food is real good. Good soup. Good soup. (laughs) Yeah. Um, In 1976, probably because of the criticism that they got in controversy in California, um, they moved to Dyer, Arkansas, where Susan was originally from. Okay. And that's where they really started to grow. So they got to, you know, several hundred members. They established their own little community. They had their own printing facilities, which I thought was an interesting choice. Um, Their own school, Uh a tabernacle, you know. The basics. Mm-hmm. Whenever a cult has a school. The things you need. Yikes. Red flag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's something I'm learning is a red flag for a cult. If you're indoctrinating children in a school that you own, 
red flag red flag um but yeah i thought that was interesting because i'm not that surprised that they got a lot of criticism in california because i mean think about it think about the population density mm-hmm. of hollywood how many people are going to hear or know something about this cult and their practices and yeah. how they're sketchy you can't hide versus dire arkansas which don't know that much about but it's probably not as populated as hollywood california that's a pretty so safe they're bet. probably not going to get word out as much right right and and i mean we saw this before with our cults in like arkansas and arizona where they go to places where they can hide right right they're smart right. yeah so yeah all i guess not all super of the cults pretty much that we've talked about mm-hmm. yeah and then after they built their own little community um, they also included a drug rehabilitation facility and ended up buying several businesses like in the Alma area mm-hmm. of um, Arkansas, you know, making money, mm-hmm. ways to employ people. Yep. There you go. I feel More like control over people. A drug rehabilitation facility is kind of shedding a little bit more light on the population that they're hoping to attract. Yeah. Like offering free food drug rehab preying on a very vulnerable population and i mean that's what a lot of these cults do they look yes. for people that are in need right and don't of have a community. whatever it might yeah, be yeah, yeah. Mm. you know so they know what they're doing they suck <laughs> they do suck meg you're right they suck tell them um and they ultimately started growing bigger and bigger they even had locations in nashville Whoa. tennessee chicago Okay. Uh, Brooklyn so they're not and Miami Beach. That much. Yeah, I will say, I saw that they had established churches in those other big cities, but I really didn't see much more about anything happening in those locations. So I don't mm-hmm. know. A how, church, what, but not necessarily like a compound or out like yeah, tracking people like, down on the street. I didn't find a lot of information about actual like goings on right. in those locations. I okay. mostly heard about the stuff going down in Arkansas, which is why it's in this episode. It's in Arkansas. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, interestingly, um, one way that Tony Alamo was making money was by decorating denim jackets <gasps> and airbrushing them with bright, colorful designs. Okay, crafting and this, queen. Yeah. Start your Etsy shop, boo. Mm-hmm. Who needs a cult? Um, you could be raking in that Etsy cash. Get your cricket. Yeah. And make some denim jackets. <laughs> I would I would buy one of his denim jackets, probably. Well, you and Michael Jackson. <gasps> Get out of town. Actually. I'm not kidding. He wore a modified leather Alamo jacket on the cover of his album Bad. What? So we're gonna be including that in our Instagram for sure. A hundred percent. How crazy That's is that? Nuts. Yeah, these were actually extremely popular. Like they made a lot of money on these things. I mean, Michael Jackson wearing mm-hmm. your That's jacket on done. his album cover. Right. You're good. <gasps> yeah. So also just a huge publicity stunt, right? Mm-hmm. What's another way to make money and get our word out, right? Right. This there is what our very first cult was trying to do with their Condomobile and International Topless yeah. Day or whatever. Really, they just needed a pop star to wear one of their snazzy ass jackets on an they album wish. cover they could never they wish they could never Mm-mm. tony alamo did yeah he did with a name like that how could you not yeah um i will say an alamo jacket does sound it a lot better than a hoffman jacket you're correct <laughs> yeah 
An Alamo jacket sounds real so. sick. I could see. Yes. Yeah. So when I heard about multiple celebrities, like wearing them, buying them specifically Michael Jackson, I was immediately thinking just about if this happened now, mm -hmm. if let's say Katy Perry bought a jacket from a cult leader, immediately canceled. Like, yeah. I, I just feel like this would never stand anymore. Well, they would immediately be like, I feel canceled. like they would be canceled, but also people would like a lot of people would buy their stuff. Oh, 100%. Like, I'm not saying stop from buying them. I'm just saying like it would not look good for those people. Whereas right. I had never heard of this cult, let alone Michael Jackson wearing one of these jackets that's created by a cult leader, you know, and that's. That's crazy. I feel like that would be everywhere if it was now. Yeah, BuzzFeed would write like 17 articles about it. You'd have yeah. there'd be a poll. What Alamo jacket are you based no on one's your favorite safe. color? Yeah. Yeah, no one's. <laughs> I would take it. I would, take <laughs> I the would quiz. totally take the quiz. But I'm not buying a jacket. Mm, mm -mm. So, um, but yeah, so that I don't think would go over well these days. No, probably not. But interesting uh, publicity stunt. Yeah. Or Ploy, right um at one point they operated nashville's largest country and western clothing store what um yeah i've never heard of a cult making money from like clothing no me neither i, thought, I just thought that was interesting but i guess like, maybe it goes back to influencers yeah i think it goes back to their time in hollywood mm -hmm. you know they probably saw what mattered, you know, clothing, how you look, things like that. Well, and that's free advertising right there. Exactly. Yeah. So interesting option to make money. But I, I did think that was interesting at um, one point in Nashville. Uh, and at one point they did uh, start distributing tapes of Tony's sermons. Oh. And they also produced like records and tapes um, that they launched on television in the 1970s. So very stereotypical, mm -hmm. like, uh, televangelist yes, kind of thing. I think before sure. that was even probably really a thing, but Again, in the 1970s, influencing. Here we go. Look at them. Influencing. And I had never heard of this guy's name. No. So. History did not remember this Alamo. History forgot this Alamo. Yeah. Or at least Honestly, we did. I don't know. <laughs> we should remember, because this guy sucks. He's pretty bad. Mm. I'm excited. So to that's hear. just a little bit of background about how they make money, how they like really started to get like more popular, mm. things like that. Mm -hmm. Let's get into what do they believe? <gasps> what do right? they believe? I always, I think this is so interesting. What these freaking cult leaders come up with? Yeah. Honestly, half the time is hilarious to me, and half the time I am ex extremely disturbed. Yeah. So that seems about here right. we go again. Here we go again. Um, yeah. So Alamo, Tony, mm. <laughs> believed that Jesus came to him and told him to preach the second coming of Christ. Wait, I've never heard of a cult leader being spoken to directly by Jesus about a second coming. I know. What an innovative Shock. man. It's so different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He really is an innovative. We love a trendsetting queen. Yeah. And I mean, how many second comings are we going to have? Because, like, every cult question. preaches this. And you know what? Honestly, this is why I have trust issues. <laughs> <laughs> you said you were going to come, and you said you were going to come again, it. and you didn't come. 
Where you at, homeboy? All of y'all are saying different things, and I don't believe any of you. Not a single one. That's where I'm at. Nope. So, your tactic ain't going to work on me. I'm not scared, Mm -hmm. because I don't believe anyone. (laughs) So, take that. Take that. Suck it. I am literally a cult leader's worst nightmare. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here, folks. Develop trust issues, and you're safe from cults. Yeah. I mean... They could also use that against me. Yeah, but. next there'll be like a, a cult started around like how to overcome trust issues. I would actually, if we ever are able to make uh, merch, I would love to have one that said I'm a cult leader's worst nightmare. I would love that. <gasps> that would be great. Would be great. Pop it on a tote bag. Yeah. So a uh, little more about their beliefs. There were Protestant and Pentecostal in nature. Okay. And they were frequently referred to as a sect of the Jesus movement. Um, never heard that's of a it. little bit never heard of it um i didn't get enough time this week to look into exactly what the jesus movement was but i thought protestant and pentecostal at least gives you a little bit of an idea of mm-hmm. what we're working with here yes for sure um one thing that i thought was very interesting because of both of our backgrounds is that this cult was extremely anti-catholic that kind of tracks for yeah. southern southern christianity and like the 50s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, all that time. For those of who, for those of you who don't know, both Liz and I were raised Catholic, but I think we can both pretty confidently say we do know, we no longer practice that. Mm -hmm. We're no longer practicing Catholics. Yep. Yes. Um, So yeah, I just thought that was interesting and a little bit more about what I mean by extremely anti-Catholic. Like this guy had some thoughts, thoughts about the Vatican. He was angry at the Vatican for something. He said, how dare said, you with your big hat, your fancy house. <laughs> how dare and you. Your Italian food. Ugh, your gelato makes me Ugh. sick, even though my name is yeah. Tony. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joke's on you. Mm. Um, so he basically placed the Vatican as the real power broker behind the White House, <gasps> the United Nations, Okay, Illuminati. Media. Wow. Well, I was about to say, this ain't the Dark Ages. It's not like the church is in charge of everything. Right, right. Like, if this were the 1400s, sure. He's basically copying the Dark Ages. And you know what? That's not very, like, original of him. No. Come up with something so. new. Stick to making jackets, Tony. Yeah. Um... They claimed that UFOs are divine messengers from heaven and are the signs of the end of times. Love that. So, okay. He would be another losing UFO his cult? shit currently with all the declassification of UFO documents. He would. He would be losing it. So I maybe this right is our along. second UFO cult? Kind of. Um, you know, them. right after him and the Raelians should team up right they don't think they're gonna get taken by the alien oh god a bug just hit me in the face (laughs) (laughs) wow i'm not even safe in my own house what's the point of having a cat it was tony reincarnate yeah it was a ufo messenger thing (laughs) the divine messengers yeah okay well um let's continue afraid everyone (laughs) they're coming for us um they only accepted the king james version of the bible which I don't know much about Bibles, but King James is like a pretty common version, right? I feel like. I think so. Pretty standard. Yeah, it's not the one that's in all the hotels and shit. Probably. 
Um, members had to adhere to a moral code which mm. condemned and forbade the use of drugs, boring. homosexuality, boring. adultery, Bo- well, birth control, boring. and abortion. Boring. What is this? The Supreme Court? <laughs> but, um, tsh- Literally, though. Because, damn. Yeah, the Supreme Court is basically a cult stuck in the 60s. Let's be real. Led by I don't, I just some old white men. I fucking hate people telling other people what they can and cannot do. Can mm. you just fuck right off? Don't murder. Honestly. Otherwise, just, like, be vibing. Yeah, exactly. But just don't tell me what to do. Especially not with other people's bodies. Mm. Mm. I hate that shit. We do not stand for that anymore, Tony. Alamo. No, Tony. It's not the Dark Ages, okay? Get with the times. Free love. You're in the 70s. What a loser. Yeah. And you know, there always has to be a financial aspect. Of because course. these people have to make money somehow, right? right? So The jackets just aren't cutting it. The jackets just aren't going to cut it forever, uh-uh. you know? Um, Michael Jackson's not going to wear them on every album. Yeah, he so. only needs one. So members uh, would take a vow of poverty and agree to turn over all of their money and property to the church. Mm, and I bet Tony so. and Susan, they took vows of poverty, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, probably. Yeah. Um, I bet they didn't have a nice they house. They worked really hard mm. and they were living in poverty for sure. Mm. The skepticism yeah. is uh, real, folks. Yeah. And, um, you know. Of course, they preach that in return for your entire livelihood and all your property, um, we'll just make sure that your needs are met and that your children get a basic education through high school. Which, honestly, that ain't fucking worth it. What? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we have two different views on that. Yep. Uh, No. So you give me a toothbrush and toothpaste and a place to lay my head, and then you think that I owe you my entire salary and all my property? Fuck no. Uh-uh. Oh, I guess That's I... Bullshit. So if I'm working, they get my salary. It's not like I quit my job yes. and I just am living there and vibing there. It's It can be both. So, like, if you work for them, your entire salary is taken, right? Oh, or no. if you don't work, like, you do like work for them right but like volunteer maybe or whatever i don't know maybe you don't necessarily get a salary but they're still getting labor out of you okay and then i don't know specifically if they allowed people to work off like property or or not work for the church but i assume that they probably took a bit of their money too if they were okay you know never mind i was like okay cool i'm just living i'm vibing maybe we're farming a little bit free mm-hmm. childcare. Free housing, free food. But if I'm working, you're too optimistic, Liz. No, 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 no. This, this is what makes me a pessimistic person. (laughs) Is reading shit like this. It's just you're a cult leader's worst nightmare. I'm a cult leader's like maybe, (laughs) maybe like "Mm, beige light, maybe beige, right? I don't know. Mm -hmm. My beige flag Um, is that I'm a potential (laughs) cult member. Beige light. Yeah. Beige light. <laughs> the know? new beer from Ooh. Coors. <laughs> Ew. I would never buy that. Beige that light. Horrible. Hey, bartender, give me some of that ice cold beige light. <laughs> wow. You can tell this is a nighttime episode. Woo. Woohoo. <laughs> Drink every time Megan says woohoo. Yeah, there you go. You'll be drunk by the end of the night. Um, <laughs> 
also i think this isn't worth it because their basic education you know is dog shit that's correct like you know that they're teaching that dinosaurs and man coexisted i mean yeah they have some pretty (laughs) sketchy beliefs so if they're teaching my kids i'm worried yeah okay that's fair you can't have my money so um, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but they did live in like a commune. Mm-hmm. So most members worked for Alamo owned businesses or gave their salaries to the church. Mm-hmm. And of course, that led to the church becoming a giant financial empire, <gasps> which is probably Tony's dream. Yep. Um, even though, like, you know, they were supposed to take care of people, right? You give us your money. We'll take we'll care of you. We'll take care of you. We'll take care of you. Yeah. We're the mafia. <laughs> It's the mob. We'll take um, care of we ha- He's an anti-Italian man, and we just have mentioned Italian things many times this episode. Yeah. Well, that's a lie. Um, if we didn't already think so, it definitely is, because there was reports of members having to literally scavenge food from sp- supermarket dumpsters. Oh, cool. And then this is, like, something that shook me to my core, and I was like, absolutely fucking not. Okay? Apparently, he would forbid people from flushing their toilets more than every two to three days i'm two to three days excuse me what somebody telling me when i can and cannot flush my toilet fuck no we're done and it's not even a like if it's yellow let it mellow brown flush it down it's like whatever (laughs) it is wait two days two to three days and you're in arkansas you're not in california you're not in a drought but also why uh, is that like saving you money? I feel like that's I, I just, just like really a, don't think so. I'm I'm I control you. You know what? I'm not even gonna let you flush your toilet. That might be one of the most controlling things I've heard. Yes. I'm like flushing. Uh, no, so nasty. You know that they reeked. These these dwellings reeked. Yeah, uh, and like you were supposed to be taken care of. <gasps> Yeah, oh we're God. not in the Dark Ages. Mm-mm. He really thinks we're in the Dark Ages. So. It's not worth it. But yeah, even if I was like full-blooded in this cult. Full-blooded. If someone told me when to flush the toilet and when not to, I'd be like, hell no. Bye. Come on. I'm going back to my mid-century modern uh-huh. ranch. Thanks. Yeah. Let me be free. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so sadly in 1982 or maybe not sadly uh but either way in april 1982 susan alamo did pass away from breast cancer she got raptured and (laughs) through breast cancer not to belittle anyone with breast cancer but you know she deserved to be belittled she was just 17 days short of her 57th birthday so she was pretty young that sucks you know Life yeah. comes at you fast when you're a piece of shit person. Yeah, and I mean, I will say I didn't find a lot about specifically Susan's doings, but her being married to the cult leader, she had to probably know something, right? Correct. So I'm sure she was also um, she was complicit, like, manipulated by him yeah. and all of that. But like, she had to know probably, mm-hmm. what was going and she on. benefited from the suffering of others as a leader's wife. I mean, most likely. But honestly, I do have um, some, I guess, sympathy, I guess, for her because of what happened after she died. (gasps) Okay. So after she passed away, um, Tony was saying, you know, I believe she's going to rise from the dead. 
So we're going to embalm her body and then keep her on display for six <gasps> months. Yeah. Oh, now you know this place really stank. Like, I don't care what kind of embalming things you are doing to a human body. Having it on display for six months. <clears throat> Foul. And I'm sorry. I don't care if you're the worst person on the face of the earth. But who puts another person's dead body on display Mm-mm. when... You know, really, that just well. tells me that he hated her. That was not their wishes, right? Most likely, right? Oh, that's so nasty. Yeah, horrible. Sixty days. Um, Wait, what did you say? Six months or sixty? Six months. Six months. Yeah, that's on so display. Gross. So people were coming to see her. You know, see her rot slowly. Rot. I guess oh, she God. was in. She was embalmed, so I don't know. Right, but she I don't know like how mummified. that process works. I don't, know. I don't know either. I don't know. I don't know anything about mortuary science, Mm-mm. but um. You know, but they thought she was going to come back to the bed dead. But <laughs> Come back to the bed, Susan. <laughs> he wishes. Yeah, he does. They're like the Appreciate. grandparents in Willy Wonka. <laughs> come back to the bed, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't think that worked out for Tony because she didn't come back. She, she did not. Susan stayed dead. She did not come back to the bed. Yeah. So I guess they got kind of tired of putting her on display. Oh, there's a dead so body they, in the living room. Didn't match the decor. Yeah, so they ended up putting her um, into a heart-shaped marble mausoleum. What on the tacky shit? Oh my god, a heart-shaped. This is mausoleum. the '80s, early '80s. Oh, so that I mean, tracks. Yeah, um, but you know, six months in, I guess give up on the whole reincarnation thing. Right. <laughs> day 61, she's like time. banging on the inside of the mausoleum. Poor Susan. I doubt that she's going to get through that heart-shaped no. marble. No, they picked marble Unlikely. for a reason. Yeah. Um, so not too much longer after that. Well, a little bit before that, but also like after that. Um, there was some tax issues classic and some criminal proceedings classic so here we go here we go controversy um in 1982 so the same year that susan died um the foundation was discontinued and replaced by the newly incorporated music square church or msc <gasps> music square and, so fun yeah and they were actually granted 501c tax exempt status in 1981 so Basically, they can make money and don't. Have to pay I, I believe that means they don't have to pay a lot of taxes on Super. it, if at all. But yes, take all my so, money. Because they're doing a lot of good work. You know, they are, and they don't making use... people only flush the toilet every two to three days. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. They're using no. Um. Oh, that makes me mad. I'm mm, tax yeah. exempt things make me irritated. Okay. But continue. jokes on them, because the IRS was like mm-mm. on your ass. We're going to revoke that shit. This is the one time in April like, 1996. Go off IRS. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God for the IRS, I guess. I never thought I would say no. it, but thank Who God. Um, yeah. So actually in, so they got that revoked in 1996, but really in 1991 is when federal authorities started being like, okay, there's something fucking going go on off here. 90s. Right. Mm-hmm. There's some tax fraud in this bitch. Okay. You and call yourself a house of God. Yeah. Um, So the IRS found that MSC was closely operated and controlled by 
and for the benefit of Tony Alamo. And its primary purpose Shocker. was to defeat or evade federal income tax and fail to operate for charitable purposes. Things basically we already knew. Right. Correct. But finally, the IRS got with it. Guess something is better than nothing. Correct. So. Yeah, finally got something. Yeah. So um, something they found, I guess, in their investigation was that in three years, he had made $9 million and did not pay a single penny of tax on that <sighs> shit. Yeah. How fun. Um, Mama, I wish, instead of Mama, I am a rich man. Mama, I wish I was a rich cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't be because you get caught. Yeah, I know, eventually. but those, like, those couple years, that must have been fun as hell. The IRS, is, they're taking all my money, and I don't make $9 million. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. They are taking your money. They're taking all that is it. their job. <laughs> that is their job. Um, so not only was he found to have made $9 million, but he also owed $5 million to members for unpaid labor. <gasps> because, again, people are working for free, and he's like, oh, well, he's Jeff Bezos. I'm giving you housing. I'm letting you flush the toilet every three days, <laughs> so you should be grateful. Be grateful that you have a flushing toilet. I could have yeah. made you use a chamber pot. Yeah, I mean, that's probably how he lured people in. Probably. Maybe he just, like, um, pulled people from really rural areas, and he's like, you see that outhouse? See how it stinks? What if you could flush that every yeah. three days? It'd stink a lot less, huh? Better. Still stink, Better. but less. Join my yeah. cult. <laughs> yeah. And I said, all right. So, of course, Tony Gaina got freaked out, mm -hmm. you know. He heard the authorities were looking into him that he owed some fucking money so he was like hey everybody we gotta leave where did they go well it's not just where they went because i don't know oh. but <laughs> but it's who they took with them susan, they took susan no with them. this lady is just she's getting been through it i again I don't know what she was like when she was alive because I really didn't see much, but I don't think she deserved this. No. Okay. She's getting dragged all over the place. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, just freaking taking advantage of her. Can't even do anything. No, because she's. I doubt dead, that dead. that was her wishes. She probably so, wished to be. She, yeah. You know that she and her will said that heart shaped mausoleum. She picked out the type of marble, she picked all the plans out, and then they're ripping her out of it. Girl's gonna haunt their asses. Yeah, or for all we know, maybe Tony picked all that out. We don't know. No, that gives Susan. I, I she could picked see it up from like a Sears catalog. <laughs> she knew what she wanted. The mausoleum catalog. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I eventually a judge was like, You can't do that. <laughs> what, drag <laughs> dead people just around? Take her body everywhere you go. Um, so you gotta return her body. Oh. Um, but of course he refused. Yep. And I guess took it wherever he went and was on the run with it for years. Okay, but how do you take how do you how do you transport an old corpse? He's got people. He's got people. He's probably got a freaking like a freezer uh, truck. What are, what are they called? A mortuary scientist uh, on his bill. You know? Mm-hmm. He's like, take care of it. His third car is a hearse. <laughs> Just for Susan. Yeah. Anything for you, Susan. Um, so, yeah. Although you demanded 
them to return the cor the corpse. Eventually, they did give it back. She was interred in Oklahoma in 1998. I don't know why Oklahoma, but at least she's at peace. Curious. Um, okay. And then he was convicted in 1994 and then imprisoned until hey, oh, 1998. Yeah. Only four years? So I think... Th yeah, so I think that was mostly for, like, the tax thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he actually ever even, like, got time or any kind of fine or anything for, you know, taking his wife's dead body with him everywhere. Right. So, I don't know. But he was in prison for about four years. Um, and he actually had several arrests other than, or, like, run-ins with the law other than that, mm. like, little incarceration period. Okay. So, his first... Uh, arrest was actually in 1966 he had an illegal weapons possession charge that he served a little bit of time for mm -hmm. um but after his release um in 1998 of course he went right back out and he was like i gotta reestablish this church i gotta get my tentacles right. out there nine million control dollars. this shit correct yeah i need to make it back because i lost mm -hmm. it so um here we go again and um where this is when know. some even more concerning things kind of came out. Because, you know, he probably didn't have Susan to crack the whip and tell him, chill out. Right. She was out here deciding all the what wives do. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I guess he just went, you know, absolutely crazy because he started not only condoning polygamy, but he also made one of the most disturbing statements I've ever heard. Oh, Lord. Okay. This is a literal quote. Consent is puberty. <gasps> what? Yeah. What? Consent is puberty. What? Can we just get a unanimous that, barf? How does that even make sense in yeah. your brain? Consent yeah. is puberty? Oh, you vile man. Susan. Yeah. I miss you, Susan. You held this man I back don't know if he did this. nasty. I mean, we don't know. But at least it wasn't, like, out and about mm -hmm. like it was after. Oh, so, my God. Puberty? Ugh. Yeah. So, basically, his belief was the moment that a girl starts menstruating, she needs to get married. Um, yep, and pull you he out of also, middle school so you can go get married. Yeah. Well, you know, they're running the churches. So, the schools. Or the schools. Right. So, I guess they have control over that. Oh but he kind of, like you know what's the word he kind of made this sound like it was okay right he rationalized it mm, would love to because hear he said yeah because he said that you know well god impregnated mary when she was 11 so i'm sorry i'm sorry what yeah apparently okay i don't remember that in the bible how old was mary when she had <laughs> jesus oh <gasps> Oh my god. It is Was she actually it says, eleven? It is possible that Mary gave birth to her son when she was about thirteen or fourteen years of age. <gasps> oh my god. Mary girl. I didn't know that. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Mary. Mary. Oh, you poor thing. Okay. Well, you know what? Just because it was done two thousand years ago doesn't but mean not that eleven. It be done so now. he still lied. Correct. You goddamn okay. liar. You know, you should have waited also, two more years. And then it would have been also, okay. he's saying this to perpetuate child marriage and child sexual abuse. So, fuck you. Yes. Okay. Get wrecked. Uh, using religion to control. Mm -hmm. That is. Using religion to control, con condone pedophilia. 
and like sex crimes against children you're a piece of shit you're a cult leader <laughs> there you go um, you might be a cult leader if. so yeah and of course he wasn't just preaching this oh, right no. to his people he was living it mm. right no longer susan so he's got to have room for other people right. right so he started you know marrying multiple women in the early 1990s and they just got younger and younger women or girl yeah girls there you go yeah um one was as young as eight years old what when she got married what mm -hmm. yeah Wh what and this yeah. here united states uh-huh arkansas god damn it eight years old how do you yeah. look at, at a, least like a kid in like third grade and you're like mm, i'm gonna marry that that one not one we day talked about today. this last week i obviously will never no. fucking get it right and i mean i know that these people have mental illnesses and serious issues but like you're just a piece of shit sorry not the sorry. whole child sexual abuse thing, I, I just, it is literally unfathomable Correct. to me. And how they rationalize it, too, is honestly. Garbage. Burn it all down. Yeah. Burn it to the ground. Yeah. I hope you get raptured. So, yeah. So there was at least five girls that claimed that they were forced to marry him in secret <sighs> ceremonies. Um, yeah. So From I did see that. From to pedophilia, he, the arc yeah. of today's episode. Yeah. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Um, so one thing that I did see was, unlike last week where we talked about the FLDS and, like, how he preached to all of his people, like, hey, you all need to get married to multiple women, right? This is, like, a thing we do. I didn't see anything specifically about him, like, perpetuating this. Like, so I know he, he wanted lots of wives. Right. Uh -huh. Well, I don't know. He He, like he condoned polygamy so i feel like he probably wouldn't have looked down on you if you did marry multiple people but i didn't have any specific scenarios of, of people you know it. getting married to like a bunch of wives okay. you know okay. but yeah he definitely was okay with it because he was practicing he it, it so oh, gross we can only hope that he wasn't perpetuating this right um but uh in 2008 uh their compound was raided good and this time it was for child abuse and pornography. Okay. Yeah. So, like, what has this man not been caught for? I mean... Murder. Yeah, I guess. But... Yet. I don't know. He's Maybe got white-collar crimes. Mm. He's got possession charges mm. for illegal weapons, child abuse and pornography. I mean... Tony! What you doing, Tony? Just yeah, being a being garbage human. That's what he's doing. I feel like this wouldn't have happened if Susan was there. Probably. I would hope not. Susan had her maybe, tight grip on him and then taken. Maybe all of this. You know what? When she was interred, maybe he was like, I'm done. I lost it. Let me just go fucking crazy. Oh, God. I didn't even think about it. So she died when she was 57. So he mm -hmm. was probably in his like 60s, 70s marrying an eight-year-old. Not that it, not that there's I mean, any. It's disgusting any time, but yeah. Correct. But this is like the child's grant. Oh God! Like it's always gross. Mm -hmm. It's always terrible. But I didn't even think about how old he was. Yeah. Um. Mm. So, thankfully, they did get raided, though. Mm -hmm. So obviously, like the federal authorities were were on to this. Yeah. Um. But like, can we put him away? Like he's been out for multiple different things. Right. They just keep getting worse. How many strikes? I think this is what they call a serial offender. Correct. 
correct? I know Olivia it's different Benson, crimes, but like... She'd have his ass in jail. So after they raided the compound in 2008, um, they actually found that he had taken multiple underage girls across state lines to have sex oh, with them. Oh, you crossed them state lines? Mm-hmm. No, sir. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he was later found guilty for those crimes and sentenced to bum, 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 bum. 175 years Hell in prison. Hell yeah. Caca, caca. Now that's something to preach about. Oh. Hallelujah. Shh. Correct. But yeah, um, also I'm kind of confused about the whole like taking across state lines thing. Like, well, I feel I don't like know why. across state lines he probably was trying to like evade local authorities. Like oh, confuse fair. them. That way? Like, he's like, well, I know I'm known in Kansas, mm. so let me go to, like, Missouri. Right, but then you made it a federal thing. Oh, not Kansas. Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> not Kansas. I just have that stuck on my head. Yeah, yeah so. for real. <laughs> yeah. What an idiot. Um, Burn in hell, you dummy. And then we kind of get closer to modern day. So he's in prison for 175 years. Thank God. Um, but in June 2013, I guess they still had some like holdings or, or money somewhere because the federal government filed forfeiture and collection actions. Yeah, they did. On uh, 27 properties owned by members of the Tony Alamo Christian Ministries in an attempt to collect about $2.5 million in restitution that Alamo was ordered to pay okay. his victims. Well, that's I'm sucks. sorry, but $2.5 million? That ain't no i need the nine million but also it sucks that instead of like they were owned by members so if i'm a member of this cult that means that the government's going to come and take my house to pay for the crimes of my cult leader is that what that means i mean that i think well it was owned by well unless it was like we are a collective and we own the school we as a collective that's what it almost sounds like I mean, maybe they meant owned by, like, it's owned by the ministry, but they live in it or something like that. You know, mm. I don't know. Because that would really suck. Um, I mean, shame on you for being in this cult. But, like, also, he has to have money. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know if he was running this shit from prison. I have no idea. But yeah. thank God that man's never going to see the light of day again. Goodbye. So. Um, and he didn't because he died in May 2017. Um, Good. While he was in custody... At the Federal Medical Center in Butner, North Carolina. Hey, full circle. By full circle, yeah, I mean back so to us, not anything in the story. I ha- right. I had to Google that because I was like, I don't know where Butner no is. Idea. And I've lived here for almost 30 years. Um, it's about 40 minutes from Raleigh. So really not far. We could have gone to visit him and just like thrown tomatoes. I wish. Tomato, tomato, tomato. What an idiot. Um... <laughs> Uh, and he was 82 years old um, when he died. So you know what? Uh, I wish he was then, still alive, just so that he had longer to rot in prison. Yeah, like he didn't spend enough. I time. guess all we can hope for is that he goes to a, a horrible afterlife. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, but since then, there has been very little from the Alamo Ministries. They haven't posted any notice about. Who would succeed him or their Instagram? Anything about no their future plans? Uh uh-uh. uh. No TikTok. So, honestly, thank God for that. Cheers to that. Cheers. A cult leader dead. Woo. And a cult seems to be disbanded. We love that. Cheers. That's my favorite kind mm-hmm. of ending. 
dead cult leaders and disbanded cults. It's all we can hope for, right? Honestly, yes. That's the happily ever after. That is the most I can hope for. Correct. That's as bright as it gets around here. Oh, man. So, that was the Alamo Christian Foundation. Oh, man. What did you think? Well, that was just a a joy. A joy. (laughs) Do you think it's a cult? Hmm. This is a tough one. Yes. That's a yes. I mean, remember what Rick Ross said. Rick Ross would say, hell yeah. Yeah. We got controlling of their money. Yep. Their property. Their jobs. Yep. Their lifestyle. Quote unquote charismatic leader. Um, All these men who seem boring. Shitting habits. Charismatic, please. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think this kind of ticks all of them. The three main boxes to be considered a cult. Yikes. So fun. Thanks for that. Well, thanks for that journey, Megan. Um, let's go ahead You're and just so jump into something a little more crazy. This week's episode, or this week's cryptid is kind of crazy. Um, okay. So, we, today, are talking about the Goro. I think that's how you say the it. Goro. Or Gow... Not Goro. Or Gowrow. I'm not 100% sure. Maybe it's a Gowrow. Oh, how do you spell G-O-W-R-O-W. it? G-O-W-R-O-W. So, Gowrow. Gowrow. Yes. That's how I would say okay, it. Okay, we're going to go with Gowrow. That reminds me of, like, who let the dogs out. Like, who, 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 who? The Gowrow. Um. <laughs> Bow wow. Bow wow the Gowrow. Gowrow. Jesus. <laughs> Woo. Okay. So, the most famous monster legend in Arkansas is the Falk monster. And its fame was assured you by. You got to spell that for me. F O Falk. F O U K E. Fook? Falk? F-O-U-F-O-U-F-O-U-F-O-U-F-O-U-F-O-U-F-O-U-F-O-U-F-O-U-F-O-U-F-O-U-F-O-U-F-O-U-F-O-U-F-O-U-F-O-U-F-O-
Do people still say gas? Nah, the it was maybe a couple of years ago, but I don't know. Let the Gen Zers <laughs> correct us. Gen Zers, please be kind. Right? I don't know. We're old. Is it Gen Z or Gen X? I get them all confused. Gen Z. I just know I'm a millennial. Gen X is older than us. Okay, it's fine. Here we go. Back back oh, okay. to the gal row. Here we go. <laughs> okay. So on January 31st, 1897, we are taking mm. it back. A newspaper published a story that would illustrate this monster and preserve the folklore for over 125 years. So this is one of the only urban legends that came to life specifically after a newspaper article was published. So they published this article, and now whoosh, a new cryptid was created. This is in the news. Like, this is legit. Mm-hmm. It kind of gives, like, Slenderman vibes, where because there's a story about it, it kind of becomes folklore and legends, but it wasn't really anything before a story. Dude, this is what we need to do about our cactus monster. Yeah, Let's just, like, create a fake newspaper, newspaper. write a story about mm-hmm. it, and then start spreading it. Yes. We could go to Hollywood and start passing out pamphlets and inviting people to dinner. Um, okay, so a man from Little Rock named William Miller told the newspaper about a wild confrontation with the creature. So Miller Ugh. was traveling through the Ozark Forest when he came to the tiny town of Blanco. Apparently, some livestock and pets were found dead, so Miller formed a posse that tracked the Gowrow to its lair. A cave Oh, lured- so this is some... Like, this is like when they went to go get Shrek. Yes. And, and the Gowrow said, get know, out of my swamp. They had their pitchforks. Yes. And, exactly. Yeah. yeah, they're coming after the beast in his castle, Shrek in his swamp, and the Gowrow in his cave. The Gowrow just wanted to eat. Yeah, he said, okay. I'm hungry. Leave you him kicked be. me out of my house. Deforestation. He didn't eat a human. No. He said, cows are, yeah. you know, you're eating the cows. I thought I could too. Who was I to know? You come into my home, mm. eat my food, mm. take my land. Mm. Mm. I would be mad too. Hell yeah, I would be too. I'd be pissed. But so this Gowrow, its lair is a cave littered with uh, littered <laughs> with animal skeletons and sorry to break it to you, some human remains. So you know maybe he did eat somebody or maybe it was like a dinner guest that stayed too long and died. Who maybe knows? they deserved it. Maybe they maybe, stayed past nine. Maybe he's like a vigilante. I mean, they stay past nine. That's just that's cover. Yeah. Death penalty for if you stay at my house past 10 on a weeknight. Get out of here. I want to go to sleep. I got bedtime. Okay. So as they waited to ambush the monster, like, rude. You're in its house waiting to attack it when it comes home, like, working its 9 to 5 job, just wants to take a nap, eat, like, somebody's pet hamster, and you're going to kill it? Rude. So they Mm. heard it emerge from a nearby lake. So it out of the lake and caused the earth to tremble as it made its way toward them. So it came out of the, the lake. The earth to tremble? It was that big. I don't know if it was like fishing in the lake, if it was just like having a spa day, what it did. But it was in the lake and it came towards the cave. So the creature was 20 feet in length with two tusks. Like an elephant. Tusks? Like a walrus, I think is more of what it looks like. So a walrus. Oh. 20 feet tall. Um, two Like large webbed feet with claws. A row of short horns along its back and a long, thin tail with a blade on the end. So this newspaper article was published with a picture. So I will be posting the picture on the internet. Oh. We have this old-ass picture. 
of the original encounter with the this sounds like a dinosaur are they sure this wasn't a dinosaur that just like survived the asteroid didn't kill I mean, if there's gonna be a dinosaur roaming it's gonna be in the forests of arkansas just vibing in a swamp until i believe it gets it. murdered by a posse um yeah so the gal Rao died after several volleys from the posse <gasps> they did kill it yep but he didn't go down quietly so he ripped up several trees and tore off the leg of one of the posse members which you know what he deserved <gasps> it leave him alone oh. he's just living his life but yeah i got, got her. it damn <laughs> you got new legs <laughs> i probably didn't he probably died because this is the 1800s he probably bled out or had gangrene sorry sir that was like battlefield amputations days so he might have been okay I mean, his leg got wasn't ripped it like off, ripped, ripped off. He bled out. He's dead. <laughs> Goodbye, sir. There's no, there's absolutely no way he survived. Also, this story <laughs> probably didn't happen. Spoiler, but <laughs> <gasps> what? I know. Can you believe it? <laughs> so, the group supposedly slayed the beast, right? So they killed it, and then they had the body. And Miller swore he shipped the body to the Smithsonian for science, but it never mm. arrived. Got lost in the mail. UPS, USPS, U- FedEx. USPS. They didn't Come have tracking on, numbers man. back in the day. He couldn't watch its progress Dude. on his computer. You got to do a certified mail. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get the, you know, pay a little extra and get it signed. Right. He did not pay for insurance. <laughs> he did not pay for priority. The body of this 20-foot oh. beast with tusks got lost in the mail. Imagine this just being in a USPS warehouse. It's the government. The government took yes, it. Yes, they, they have it. It's in a box next to the Ark of the Covenant. And next to all the UFO. It's an Area 51. Um, that's totally that's where it is. The Gowrow. They're like, we cannot let this thing get to the Smithsonian. People would lose their shit. The Gowrow in Area 51. That's that's the thesis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You heard it here. Our newspaper is going to publish it. We're breaking news. We're going to publish that in our next newspaper article. First, the cactus monster. <laughs> next, Area 51 and Gowrow. Okay. So, where do you think the Gowrow got its name? Any ideas? Gowrow. Is that something? Um, I'm assuming maybe something like in the landscape is like the, a name of a plant mm. or, um, you know, I don't know. Like a different name for a, a piece of, you know, Foliage? how they have like plateaus oh. and... And all those a types landmark. of things, you know, maybe. I'm going to go climb a gal- that gal- yeah, like a landmark. Yeah. No, you're wrong. I could see it. So before oh. Miller's group found the creature, <laughs> they're just like wandering around the woods. An eerie scream like, we have to sounded like, the name for it. was heard in the forest. Exactly like that. Wow. Gowrow! Oh, shit. I would run away. I would, too. And then you have both of your legs because of it, because you ran like you're supposed to. Yeah. Um... So, Ozark Researcher of Folklore, or so, the Ozark Research of Folklore Collector, mouthful title, his name is Vance Randolph. I want to be him. Yeah. That was a fun job. Ozark Research of Folklore. What was his title again? Ozark Research of Folklore Collector. So, he just, like, travels around the Ozark (laughs) Mountains collecting some folklore. That's cool as hell. I wonder what degree he got. Damn. I went into the wrong journalism. Field. I don't know history. I don't know library sciences. Yeah. Anyways, anthropology. So he um, revealed some additional details about the Gowrow, which he believed had been reported as early as like earlier in the 1800s. So like before this article, 
he believes that like mm. there had been some murmurings about the Gowrow. So his sources suggest that this beast was a species of creature rather than an individual monstrosity. So again, kind of what we've been saying, there's not just one, they're all out there. They're hiding. Mm. There's just lots of creatures. I think it's looking more like a dinosaur to me, honestly. I mean, yeah, with the spikes in the tail, I could see it. Like a stegosaurus mixed with a woolly mammoth. Mm-hmm. And this is where it gets kind of funky. So somehow he he now has It wasn't a, funky already? No, it wasn't. He not only has a journalism degree, he also has a biology degree because he somehow mm. has knowledge that the young hatched from soft-shelled eggs as large as beer kegs and the mother carried newly hatched infants in a pouch like a kangaroo. What the fuck kind of animal <laughs> is this? I don't know. I literally don't know. But like the size of beer What eggs? is this animal? Who could it be? What? It's a gow Um, I don't know. Very strange. Also, lots of kangaroo-esque monsters know? in the woods. Like the white thing. Some people said it was a kangaroo with the head of a cat. And now this True. guy is saying it's a kangaroo with the sharp spines and walrus tusks. And we're all just afraid of kangaroos. I guess That's so. the truth. Maybe like back in the 1800s, they had just learned what a kangaroo was, and they're like, "That shit is scary." It can I box mean, you, yeah. and it has a pouch. Mm-mm. So then they incorporated it. Yeah, but the eggs is an interesting. Yeah, like a python thing. Strange. Yeah. Huh. Very weird. Okay. And he knows this because because he collected it. Did he cite any sources? Not that I found. AMA. Um, Did he do it AMA style or what? What are the other styles? He said Chicago style. I heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend. Mm. Mm -hmm. Their grandmammy told him. Okay. So he related a story about an encounter with a gal row by a spelunker exploring Devil's Hole in Boone County. Boone, Boone County. Um, Also, Devil's Hole as a cave name. I'm sorry, but. (laughs) Tyler, your sex tape. Like, Devil's Hole? Okay, here we go. I hope that's where Tony Alamo went after he died. Me too. I hope he is just hanging out in Devil's Hole. Anyways, um, so there was an encounter in a cave. So this thing lives in caves, forests, lakes. lakes. He also told us someone who claimed to have captured a Galrau by... Okay, how... Mm. This is hilarious so i want you to just think of if you wanted to set out to capture a beast called a gow row you would um make him some fried chicken some sweet tea side of mac and cheese okay so you're actually not that that wrong um so what this guy captured a gow row by inducing the creature to eat so many dried apples that it swelled to a size that prevented it from escaping into its burrow. So he he Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, this bitch. He got stuck in the hole. He couldn't get in. He was Veruca Salt, the blueberry girl, right? That's not Veruca. That was Violet. Violet, Violet. you're turning Violet. Yes. Not Veruca Salt. Yes. She got attacked by squirrels. Get it together, Megan. Oh, right. um, okay. But yeah, Sorry. this guy like ballooned up from eating too many dried apples. He had some IBS, some gas. He bubbled up Honestly, and couldn't get into his house, which is I rude. Feel right. Could you imagine if your door bad. was so small that after you, that you went to, to a buffet, you like couldn't get into your door? Rude. That's like traumatizing. 
So that is some like next level bullshit. Uh-huh. I know this man deserves to go to jail, but also um, he lied because so this captor was exhibiting his catch to anyone who would pay a quarter. A quarter, a quarter, come see the gal row. I don't, I can't do a <laughs> mid Atlantic accent. Um, Transatlantic, you mean? Yes, yes, I do. Transatlantic, a quarter. <laughs> I don't know. Once he had a sufficient a- audience. He would stagger from behind a curtain with his clothes and rags, announcing that the Galrau had no. escaped. In ah! the crowd, all oh, I thought he was going to pretend to be the Galrau. No. no, he's like, I've been attacked. It escaped. Oh, and then the crowd panicked, Sir. and he didn't actually have to show him a Galrau. So they wasted a quota. And they believed it. I mean, they didn't have TV. Barely any of them could read. What else are they going to do in their free time? Work in the fields and paying mm-hmm. a quota. I don't know why I keep saying quarter like that. Whatever. Because it's fun, I guess. Um, paying a quarter to go see a beast. You know, you got to do something. Keep the dream yeah, alive. Yeah, this was like the first circus ever. It, yeah, he has the first the first circus. But also the worst. <laughs> first and worst. First and worst. Just a scam. Where is? Scammers. Where's? Modern depictions the of the Galrau are typically a little more sane and more animalistic. Oh, so we do have some modern reports, okay. Yes, and by modern reports, I have literally this one sentence. I couldn't find anything about modern reports oh, nice. of seeing it. But he, this is a um, a character or like a collector card that you can play in a um, cryptid. I think it's kind of like a Pokemon game. And they have a card for this hmm. creature. So, you know, go get it. Well, Catch I don't blame him for, you know, probably going underground after all of the shit he got when he did come out correct yeah he got beat so, up he got trapped in his house people are coming into his cave got fat messing with his stuff yeah mm-hmm. they force fed him apples and he swelled up anyways so currently it looks something like an alligator with a stinger and tusks so um slightly more realistic that's but different also weird but still dinosaur-esque yes i was right you're correct but like a hmm. stinging alligator no thank you it's going to be a no for me. I would like to pass on this one. Mm. <gasps> if only Steve Irwin was He'd here. Hunt that he could down. investigate. He, we should, no, no more stingers. No more stinged beasts for Steve Irwin. If, he, if Steve yeah. Irwin decided to be involved in a heart-shaped whatever and then come back to life, no more stinging beasts for you, sir. Yeah. The original Rest description beast. of the beast was as followed. So... Here we go. We're going to get way down and dirty with what they originally said it looked like. So I gave you like a, a, a short description, just a brief one of kind of what it looked like. Kay. But now I have, this is what was written in the newspaper. This is what people were reading. Oh, so this is and like. And they were like, uh, get the children. We're moving to Kansas, you know. So <laughs> in quotes, its head was ponderous in size and resembled somewhat of a man. Only two enormous tusks projected over the underlip. So, a walrus. Its legs were short and thick and terminated into a webbed foot that somewhat resembled that of a duck's. Only each toe was capped by vicious-looking claws. So, I'm picturing, like, elephant legs with duck feet. I don't know. Um, its body was covered with enormous scales while along its back bristled a series of sharp horns which came to an abrupt end near the root of the tail. The tail was thin and long and was provided with a sharp bone at the end, which the Galrau could wield as a sickle 
and when enraged could form would prove a formidable weapon end quote i'm sorry i think this person saw a fucking crocodile i think this man wanted his five seconds of fame i don't think he saw shit or he never went to school has never seen an animal before <laughs> and was like oh i think he was doing some oh. backwards arkansas meth and hallucinated a gal row mm. and yeah but so i don't know believe what you want to believe think what you want to think maybe the gal row exists i think that of all the cryptids i've covered this is the least likely to exist I think it was just a, yeah. a Slender Man vibe of it was in a newspaper and then it kind of took off. But it was an interesting creature and one that I have never heard of. Sure. And now you have. Sure. You're welcome for blessing your ears with I this. I also have a lot of sympathy for this one, honestly. He doesn't even sound that bad. No, he just kind of hung out in his house and people fucked with him. And then they got what was coming to I him. I just feel bad. Yeah, I just feel bad. Scammer species. Whatever kind of animal it was. But I think it's a crocodile. I think it was no animal. So, crocodile, no animal, I don't know. Message us on Instagram. DM us. Co- may leave us a comment. Tell us what you think it is. Because, you know, it could be anything. Yeah. What do you think? Your greatest desire. But that's all I have on the Gao Rao. Just kind of a, <laughs> ah, episode. But... <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that all of our episodes? Yes. This one, this creature just felt a little bit more like, ah, <laughs> than other ones. Well, I mean, it is Arkansas. <laughs> Arkansas is like, eh. I don't know what's in the woods. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing, Liz. That was a good one. You're welcome. Anytime. I can't wait to see. Um, do we have any drawings? Oh, or we do. Yeah. I'm going to be images? posting the original article image there's mm. like two different pictures so i'll post them both we got to i'll, I'll i want to see them in there so everyone can go look on instagram follow us on instagram of dames of dude dames of doom you can find us um it's dames of doom pod i'm so sorry dames of doom pod yeah. follow us we post some cool stuff because canva is my mona lisa um yeah Follow us. We also on Spotify. Yeah. In Apple Podcast. Rate us if you so choose. I definitely recommend following us on Instagram because like we said, we do post photos mm-hmm. and other relevant things to the topics of the week. And also you can stay up to date when we drop new episodes and get little sneak peeks about what we're gonna be covering each week. So and you can tell us if it. you have any ideas for stuff that you've found. I've already had people's, like, grandmas yeah. telling me about things that they've experienced. Oh, my so God. Just, like, I love it. Let us know. Comment if you know about a cult. Oh, my God. Or if you know about a cryptid I in would, your state. I would love to eventually bring people or even just one person on for an episode and have their firsthand account yeah. of either we could a do cryptid that they experienced or, you know, a cult that they have a connection to. It doesn't even have to be, like, a major connection but i just want to hear other people's stories yeah, tell us your stories maybe we could have a listener stories episode we want to hear from you tell us send us a dm we'll so. connect with you as always thank you for listening rate us if you can and we'll see you next week stay spooky bye